Hey everybody, so on today's episode, I thought it would be cool and maybe important also to share and talk about some of the things and the traits um, that I see within my clients who are, you know, having those $200,000, $300,000 years, they're having 500k years, um, most of my clients are doing somewhere in between that range, my high-end clients. And I really wanted to share, as I thought it would be helpful, like what are they doing and what are like what are the ways that they show up and they think? Um, and then also what are some of the things they're doing to generate those types of results in their business, right? Those high-level, high-end six figures in their business. Um, I thought it was really important to share this because I, you know, I see this a lot. Like we have people that will come into our programs and I don't want to say they flatline, but like we all experience this in our programs. It's not just me, but we all go through this where you have people that come into your programs or your services and they're just amazing. They just do really well, right? Like they just soar. Um, they take what you teach them. Um, they, just are in alignment and they execute and they just get stuff done and they just have impeccable results. And then we always have those people um, that will come into the program and just have a really hard time, right? They just kind of slowly move through your program. They struggle. They have a little bit of a hard time. And, you know, in the last two decades of coaching hundreds of entrepreneurs in my own programs also hundreds inside other million dollar coaches programs, um, I've learned a little bit about what is the difference between the person that's soaring and just crushing it, right? Where it looks like, wow, she just has it so easy, right? Like everything just works so fast and perfect for her. And the ones that kind of struggle and it's like, no matter what they do, they feel like they're treading water and it's just not, they're not getting where they're trying to go. They don't feel like there's really any progress or if there is, it's like a step forward and 50 steps back, right? Like, and we, again, we all have the both of these types of people in our programs. And so what I wanted to do is share specifically with my clients, what I see these pe two people doing differently, thinking differently. Um, I want to share what my high-end six-figure clients are doing, the ones who are doing anywhere from two hundred to 500000 a year. I want to share what are they doing, what are they thinking, how are they showing up and being, what does it look like, and what's the difference, right? So let's get into it. I'm going to share 12 things with you, actually, um, and I think these are all going to be really, really helpful for you to start to see where maybe your gaps are, where you can um, make some improvements or some shifts or just some simple little tweaks to start um, really figuring out where your bottleneck lies within your business and what you could change or be doing a little bit differently to start seeing different results at a different speed inside of your own business, right? So the very first thing that I notice with every single one of my clients who are sharing and announcing, hey, Anne, just did 200K, just did 250, just did 300K, just did a 500K. Um, when my clients come to me with big results like that consistently, um, this, is, this is the first thing that I see, that they do things in spite of, right? They do things even though. Right. And what I mean by that is that they are always taking action and they're always doing what feels good to them to work toward their goals, 
in spite of, and then let's just insert every excuse and objection, right? So they're doing the things that they want to do and know they need to do to get what they want, okay? Um, Even though, or in spite of, um, it might, you know, not be working as fast as they want it to, or they might feel like they're doing these live elements or this content and it's just like falling on deaf ears and they're talking to themselves or they might do it. um, They might do a launch, even though their past three launches might've failed or their past launch failed. They're going to do it anyway. Right. In spite of that, Um, they're going to do it, even though they have fears around, wow, I've never hit this big of a goal yet. I've never done it before. So this is a new goal. Um, I'm going to do it even though I'm freaking out. And even though this is the scariest thing I've ever done, and even though all these thoughts are coming up and feelings, right? Something I notice with my clients who just get the results, and it's like, even when they have these thoughts and feelings of like, they're not sure, they have some doubt, there's fear, Um, there's that uncertainty, there's all these kind of like inner things kind of creep into the surface. They still, in spite of all of that, they still just take the action. And these are my, my clients who will show up on our group coaching sessions or they'll box through me and they're like, boom, crushed it, nailed it, hit it. I can't believe it. Um, so even though they weren't sure it would happen, they never did it before. It was so scary. Or even though it took them multiple tries or multiple different ways of doing it or getting there or whatever, right? Like they just take action in spite of. So these are these women, like I never hear like a complaint. I never hear, but I can't. I don't think I can. I don't know if others will. Like I never hear them complain. I never hear them, um, even though they're having these <clears throat> things come up because we all do they don't address it like they, or they don't talk about it. Right. Like they don't put the energy on it. They don't put their focus on those things. They're always showing up with like, what's possible. What, what should I focus on? How should I do it? Let's make it happen. I'm going to do it anyway. What do you think about this? And they're just moving. They're moving, 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 moving at the speed of light. Like they're just moving. And I noticed that that is a trait that every single one of my high, high level, high winning clients are, are showing up with is that they just don't, you don't hear complaints. You don't hear excuses. They're not focusing on all their inner stuff. That's like coming up there. And it doesn't mean they're not dealing with those things or healing them or addressing them. They are, but they don't use our coaching time for that. They don't use, um, they don't focus so much on that, that they're paralyzed and they can't take action, right? Like they're not like, I've had clients before who have been like, I was so stressed out because I spent a whole week creating content and, which I don't recommend, but anyway, I spent a whole week creating content and I went live once this week and I posted in a whole bunch of play. I did all these actions and it's cricket town. I'm so stressed out. No one is, is engaging. I'm not getting results. This is never going to work. And, blah, 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 blah. and a long list of all this story making. And then they're like, they, they duck out and they go MIA for like one or two weeks. And then they come back and say, where have you been? Oh, you know, life just happened. I just got so stressed out. I had to just check out. Like, 
that's that's where you spiraled so much that you're paralyzed and you can't even take action in your business. You're just so emotionally attached. Um, and that lack of inconsistency like that in that storytelling, in the spiraling, is what keeps entrepreneurs struggling flat out, period. Um, my high-end clients, they don't entertain that. They don't have space for that. They don't have energy. It doesn't mean they're not working on their mindset or working on the things coming up because trust me, they're not making this kind of money and not working on that stuff. But they're not sitting around putting all this energy on it and making it something they now believe is true, right? Like they have these thoughts and feelings, they don't believe them. That's the difference, right? If I had to sum it up, it's that yes, they have these thoughts. Yes, they have the same feelings everybody else has. They just don't believe them, right? They don't believe them to be true. And they know that they're just things creeping up. They're not true. And therefore they don't validate them by sitting around and focusing all their coaching sessions on, how they're not getting what they want, or it's never going to happen. And they're so sick of it. And they're so overwhelmed and so stressed out. My high-end clients don't speak that way. And they don't entertain that. They don't hold space for that. And they don't put their energy on that. In that so in spite of all that coming up, um, they're, they're moving and grooving. They're taking action and they're keeping their eye on the prize. They're focusing on what they want to accomplish. And they don't believe those thoughts right? Even though they're coming up all the time for them, they don't believe them. So they don't sit around and fuel the energy to keep them going. Um, and they have mindset coaches, right? So they're working on that all the time, but they don't fuel it, right? And I think that that's a real big difference um, in my clients over the years who struggle and they just, it takes them so long to get traction um, and, and movement happening and, and momentum in their business because they're just so focused on what they're not getting and what's not working and how slow it's ta you know, taken um, or just they're so focused on that that all their energy, all of their mindset, all their thoughts, all their feelings and all their time and effort is on that. Um, and they're not they're not focusing. Right. And they're believing because they keep giving it so much energy, it's so present in their life that they believe it to be true now. And once you believe it, I mean, you fueled it. You fueled it. That sucker's gonna burn like a bitch now, right? Like, because you're fueling it. You're just constantly feeding it. And, you know, if you starve it, then it can't grow. Like, just stop feeding it, right? So, my really high end clients are always in alignment even when shit's really messy, right? Even when things are not working, they're just always bringing themselves back to what's true for them, okay? Um, and they know, they know that when they do this, right? And they show up with this type of intention and energy, and then they do the right types of actions and then the right focus that the results must follow. They trust that process and they don't interfere with it. Okay, the next thing is, they embody and they believe um, and they believe in the and. So like I get to have this and that versus I can have this or I can have that. Like my high end clients do not feel like I can have, they don't say or think things like I can have a successful business, but I have to, you know, sacrifice time with my family or, you know, if I want to have this, you know, AKA, you know, successful launch or something, then I can't have that. So AKA, 
you know, time off, vacation, self-care. Um, they don't believe in that. They are and type of people. I get this and I get that. I can have this and I can have that. I can do this and I can do that. And they operate at that high level like that. They hold very high standards for themselves and they embody and believe that they can do both things, right? So they decide that they get to make money while shit is also messy. They can still make money. Okay. Um, life is happening. I can still run my business and make money. Um, you know, that thing didn't work out, but I still get to do this thing over here. I can have a launch and I can also take a vacation and take really good care of myself and have fun in my life. Um, I can make money in my business and I can still have eight hours of sleep at night and, um, my workout every day, right? Like I can still go to lunch with my daughter or my family or my best friend or my significant other. And I can also be a boss on my coaching calls with my clients, like this and that. Um, And even though life is happening, things are going wrong, shit gets messy, technology fails, you name it, all the things we go through, they really embody and believe that they get this and that, right? So they don't have to feel like they have to sacrifice something fun and pleasurable and something enjoyable and something they deserve and something that's important to, in order to make money in their business, in order to, you know, have a launch, in order to coach clients and show up with high energy. They also know they can have a really shitty day and a really shitty night and they can show up very powerfully for their clients. They don't make thing everything mean something, right? Like they don't take, oh, I had a really bad sucky launch. I must suck now. I'm terrible. I'm an awful, like I'm never, nobody's going to want to work with me. I'm never going to have success. And then they don't bring that energy over to their coaching clients, right? Like when they get on camera and they're ready to coach their clients, they're a boss. Like they show up with all the energy and they do their job. They do what they need to do because they know I get to have those moments and I get to show up like a badass for my clients. So they're not sitting around making big stories about life happening. They're not making it mean something, right? Like just because life happened and it wasn't what you wanted or it didn't go the way you wanted it or it was super unideal and it was just terrible maybe, That doesn't have to become a story and it doesn't have to mean that everything following is also going to be the same. Like that, that my high-end clients don't do stuff like that. They don't make stories like that. They don't have energy like that. It's not how they operate. They don't run their business or their life that way. Um, And I notice that like they, they're just badasses, even on their shittiest days ever. These women are badasses, period. Um, and, and again, I say that on their shittiest days, they're still badasses. Like, and that is something that is very apparent when I look at the difference. Um, the third thing is they always follow what feels good for them versus what sounds good. Okay. So they don't chase trends. They're not these types of people that are like, oh my God, TikTok's out. Oh my God, Clubhouse is out. Oh my God, this is out. Like, they're not like waddling around and dabbling and chasing trends. They're not switching up what they do every other week. They're so stable and grounded in their work and in their focus. Um, I've never seen anything like they're just amazing women. Like, they're not chasing all the things around, trying to be everything and do everything and know all the things and, and like be everyone to every or everything to everyone, right? Like these clients, they follow what feels really good. They keep their eye on their end long-term goal 
And they're always working toward that. And they just don't chase trends. They just follow what feels good for them. It's in alignment for what they're trying to accomplish. And it works with their current goals, right? Um, and, And that is something that I think is so important. And that brings me right into my next one, which is number four, that their attention is always on their intention, right? They always put their attention on their intention. They set very, very clear and aligned intention And then just all of their attention goes on that, right? They never just check boxes or do something aimlessly for the sake of doing it, which is something I talk so much about. It's like, you know, you can do all the things. Most of you doing all the things, you're broke because you're doing all the things. You're not doing, um, you're not doing specific aligned things that feel good to you that are aligned with your goals. Um, You're not running your business the way you really want to run it. You're not saying what you really want to say. You're just chasing trends, you're chasing strategies and tactics, and a lot of what I see with the struggle side of things is it's just like, I'm checking a box to say I did it for the sake of doing it, but that shit sucked, and that didn't feel good, I didn't love it, I didn't like it, didn't even want to say it, blah, 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 like all of this drama, and this is the problem, like this is why... 99 point, you know, 99% of entrepreneurs struggle and they never make it beyond one year in their business. This is why. Um, It's a big, important conversation that needs to be had. But unfortunately, so many people are never going to get where they're trying to go because they don't get out of their heads. They don't get focused and they're they're copycatting so bad. I see this so much on the internet right now. It's ridiculous. It's like no one has a, a brain of their own. No one thinks for themselves. It's like nobody can just like say what they want to say and like stick with that. It's they're just literally copycatting everybody and you see it like we all see it and it's constant and that's those people are not getting results in their business. They're having a really hard time and it's unfortunate, but you know, until you get in alignment and you stop doing those things, your situation can't change, right? Um my high-end clients don't do stuff like that at all. They don't even, they have blindfolders on. They don't even care what other people are saying, what other people are doing, what the hottest trend is. They're so focused on their own stuff and in alignment and staying there that that's where their focus and attention goes, right on their intention to stay in alignment, to make things stay feeling really good for them and to keep their eye on their own goals and not worry about anybody else around them. Um, The fifth thing is they are extremely coachable and extremely open-minded. So if we plan something out or they see a solution, they just follow it all the way through. Um, They really appreciate their time. They appreciate their energy and their effort, right? So they're never really looking at dabbling and, you know, chasing this and chasing that and doing the next big thing. They're really, really focused and coachable. If we plan something out or they say they're going to do A, they're doing A. Come hell or high water, they're going to complete A. They're not the type of clients that are like, yeah, I know we said A, but B, C, D looks really good right now. So I'm skipping that and I'm going to head over there and do that. Or yeah, I know we planned out 30 days of this, but instead I'm going to do two days of this, six days of that, eight days of this. They're not doing stuff like that. They have their eyes so dialed in on the prize. And when they, they are people of their word, when they say they're going to do something, they do it all the way to the end. And then they report back to me and we evaluate, right? Like they will come back even if it means their whole launch just flopped. They still follow it all the way to the very, very end with the best energy and the best mindset they can. And then we come back and we evaluate. 
right? And so even, again, they take that action in spite of. So even if they're doing videos and nobody's engaging and nobody's responding, they're not holding energy around it. They're not holding and carrying the energy at the dinner table and carrying that energy to bed at night, waking up with that energy of, oh my God, I go live for nothing. Nobody even watches. Like, they're not like putting their energy on that. They don't even think stuff like that. Like they don't put fuel to that. They don't feed that kind of energy because it doesn't feel good and it doesn't serve them. And it's not helping them reach goals, which are all against the way they show up and operate every day, right? Those things are not in alignment with any of that. So they don't do it. Um, the sixth thing is they move fast. These clients move really fast and very imperfectly. Um, they, they never ponder. They never ponder or overthink or perfect. They don't lead with fears or doubts or like, what if this, what if that? Um, it really just goes back to their trust and um, really their intentions and what feels good to them. And then they just follow that with fast action every time, Right. And I think like I have so much respect for that because, you know, they they never know what the step ahead looks like. They never know what's around the corner. They never know like, am I doing this right? They never know if like all the things are like in the right order. They never know if this is the right way to say something and they don't overthink it. And I think that that is such a huge key in their success is they don't, again, they're not wasting hours every day of their life nitpicking their words apart in questioning themselves and looking at what someone else is saying and saying, oh, I should say it that way and put that word here. And like, oh my gosh, like they don't do that stuff. They say what's on their heart and they're very raw about it and they're very imperfect about it. They never look at other people's copy. I noticed that about them. It's like, no, I don't look at other people's things. No, I don't look at what they're pricing. No, I don't look at how they say what they say. I don't look at how they format their emails. I don't pay attention to how they run their launches. Like they are, they just do things really quickly and perfectly. And they just follow whatever comes up for them. And they're not asking for permission from anybody on, can I do it this way? Should I do it this way? Should I say this word in another way? Should I like, they don't have doubt in themselves like that. And even if they do, they don't entertain it. They just take imperfect action. They're like, I don't care if I put this email out or this post that feels good to me and it's in alignment with me. It's my thoughts right now, my feelings. If it does, if it flatlines and it doesn't do anything, I don't care. That's okay. I get to write lots of more content. I'm okay with that. If I go live and nobody shows up, that's okay. People will watch the replay. I can share it in other places. My message will get out there and I trust that it's okay. They keep on moving. And I think what gets most entrepreneurs tripped up and struggling is that they put so much energy and focus on what they're not seeing. Like, oh my God, the vanity metrics. I can't believe nobody watched my video. I can't believe I did a video and one person liked it. I can't believe I put out a post three times in the past month and nobody signed up. Like my high level clients, they just don't put focus there. It's like, keep moving, keep going, try something different. Like you either move or you stay still, right? Like there's no in between there. You're moving or you're in grooving or you're just stuck in, in spinning your wheels, right? Um, which leads me to the number seven, they embrace failure. And I, like, this is, this is a big one. It took me, this was one of the ones I had a really hard time with for a very long time. Um, but my high-end clients embrace failure. They are not afraid of making a mistake. They're not afraid of doing something entirely wrong. They're not afraid of being judged or having someone come back and have something to say. Um, it kind of goes against their bigger purpose and 
you know, them saying focus on what feels good to them for them to hide and play small or doubt something they want. So my high-end clients, my most successful, my best clients really embrace failure and they do it fast and they do it forward always. They never fail and then waddle in that for weeks or even hours or months or anything. They're, they, they do an evaluation and they get excited about what they can improve and do better next time. And that actually gets my clients excited. When they fail, they're like, okay, we did really good here, not so good here. I am so excited to do this again in a little bit because we figured out where I can make some tweaks and improvements and where my energy was off and where I needed to spend more time taking care of myself and sleeping. And I didn't, I was hustling instead. Like they literally love like evaluating what the hell did I do wrong here? Because it opens up what they can do all right next time, right? So they only get better at their at their, um, at their work. They only get better at what they do versus if all they did was beat themselves up about a failed launch, which happens to the best, it happens to everybody. If they just sat around and wasted energy and time for days, weeks, months even, pissed off and just put in all this fuel and, and food and energy over on this failed launch, number one, they're not going to see the, the opportunity to make improvements. They're not going to see their opportunity to get better. They're not going to see the opportunity to grow and just do better next time and, and recognize why that happened to begin with. And sometimes it just happens because it's fucking normal and they just move on. They get excited for the next one. They get excited for the next thing that they're doing versus 99% of entrepreneurs get all wrapped up. They make a big story about it. They spiral. They put a bunch of drama and energy to it. And then they go down rabbit holes of like, you know, self-pity and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, well, when you come up for air in a month, let's try again. It's like, you know, you can come back up for air and try again in a month, or you can come back up for air and you can try again next week. Like it's up, that's the speed, right? That's the, let's fail forward fast. So some entrepreneurs, most entrepreneurs fail slowly because they move at the speed of slow and they constantly question every single thing. Like they, they have zero trust that they can just put out an email or a post without somebody approving it first. Like just go put the damn thing out there. Like why do you need someone to approve and tell you what words to use? Like do you not trust yourself? Do you not think you're capable and smart? Like just go do it. Like no one needs to tell you what words to put where. Like just go do it. And then they pick it apart when it doesn't do what they want it to do at the rate they want it to do at the speed. And they get stuck there for a very long time and they make it mean something when it's really just normal and like make improvements and try again. Like that, that you're either doing that, you're moving at the speed of slow or you're moving at the speed of light. And that's really up to you. You can fall, you could fail really slowly for a long time or you could fail forward fast um, and just keep the, keep the train moving. Right. Okay. Number eight, they systematize and they hire and they simplify. So these women are truly bosses. They know what they want and then they don't let anything get in their way, right? They also do not hustle. They don't grind and they don't drive their energy into the ground chasing the things that they want. So they decide what they want, right? The thing they really, really want. They decide what those things are and then they get in alignment with it right? So they believe in it, they get behind it, they stand for it, they truly, truly believe in it. And then they figure out who and what they need to do to make it happen. So they never put it all on themselves. 
right? I have to do all the things myself because insert whatever your excuses are. Um, they never put it all on themselves. They never worry about, oh my gosh, what if I fail? I didn't do, I haven't done this before. I don't have all the things. It's not perfect. They don't do any of that, right? They never put it all on themselves. They find a way to get the systems and the support in place, and then they move really fast. Okay. And this is something that just keeps things moving for them. If something doesn't work, they're on to the next thing. They, instead of focusing on the problem, they're always looking for the solution. How do we solve it? So when, when the, when I have coaching calls with these types of clients, they don't come with problems. They already come to the table seeking solution. They're like, okay, so I did this thing. Here's how it went. I evaluated this. What I want to have happen is this. So going forward, I was thinking this. What do you think about that? That's how I coach those high-level clients. They're coming to me with their own solutions. They're coming to me ready with, what do you think about these next steps? Because this is what I evaluated. And I want to know if you have any thoughts on this, but this is what I'm thinking of doing next. What are your thoughts? Versus my struggling clients are like, I don't know what to do. I put out a video and nobody watched it and nobody's listening. And I feel like I'm talking to myself. This is never going to work. I don't know what to do. Am I even cut out for this? Should I change my niche? Do you think that I'm worthy? Should I do something else? And it's like, there's a part of, of me that's really sad for people that function this way. But I understand that a lot of people do. 99% of entrepreneurs do. So it has to change, right? We have to keep educating and empowering, inspiring entrepreneurs to own their shit and to straighten their own damn crown and bet on themselves and stop betting on someone or something else to do this for you. And like, you don't need approval. Like you just need to do what feels good for you and do it. If it feels good to you, trust that. You don't need someone else to approve this for you, right? Um, okay, and even though things don't always happen fast or the way that they want or the way that they planned it out, it just always happens for them because they decide it's going to, they believe in it. They're not doing anything they don't believe they can do. Okay. Um, and then they move with that intention in alignment. Blindfolders come on and those girls are focused, right? These, these ladies are focused. They are not saying, oh my God, I saw someone who was doing this and maybe I should do that. And maybe I should lower my price because it's not so. They don't do that. Blindfolders come on as soon as they decide and lock in what they want and what they're behind and what they truly believe in. They set their intention. They put their their intention and their attention is focused. Blindfolders come on and those girls get to action fast. And they don't come up for air till they're complete. And they they come for evaluation. And then they're like, great, next steps to make it better next time. Let's go. And they're back at it again. These women move at the speed of freaking light. Um, and the funny thing is, too, is like they don't always get the results. And um, they always have the thoughts and the feels and the, uh oh, and like they always have those things. They just move anyway. They move anyway fast. Okay. They just stay hyper focused and they move at hyper speed. And that is literally what they do. All right. A um, couple more here for you guys. The ninth thing is they're really resourceful. So these clients are always seeking solutions and they just get shit done. I almost never hear them, you know, doubt themselves or complain. Um, you know, it, it just doesn't serve, you know, it, it, it doesn't serve them. Um, it doesn't feel good for them to show up and use my time to complain or use my time and their time to 
do a self-pity party or to cry or to, you know, uh, make a story or make something mean something about them personally. Um, it, it doesn't feel good for them to do that to themselves. And it also doesn't feel good for them to do it to me. Like they don't like to use my time to be like, I don't know what to do. And they're like going crazy. And then the energy in the room is just depleted. And then all the people that felt really excited to get on the call are now like, uh, they don't want to be there because the energy just got sucked out of the room because someone is spiraling. Right. And so these types of clients don't do that. Um, they show up with a lot of great energy, positive energy, inspiration, solution focus. What's my next steps? What do you think about this? Here's a solution, couple of solutions I came up with for next time. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to do it. I can't wait. Like that's the energy, even through all the, the doubts and the fears and even through their film launches, even through, you know, the things that didn't go the way they thought they were going to go, even when, you know, people weren't as excited as they thought people would be about something. Um, they still don't show up and suck the energy out of the room for the other people that are on the coaching calls. And it also doesn't feel good for them to waste that time because they want to use my coaching time to make sure they get, um, you know, the mentorship and the guidance and um, my thoughts on on things too. And so they don't want to come on and spend, waste their time um, crying about stuff and, and pity parties and stuff like that because they, they need my coaching. So they, they set that stuff aside and they just move quick. Um, it doesn't, they just don't give the energy there. Number 10 is they create really powerful content. Um, it's so intentional and it's so true to them like it just moves their audience into fast action. So a lot of the content they create, it just, because it's their story, it's their truth, it's their belief, it's something they stand for. Uh, they, they never, ever look at other people's content and then copy paste. They never get ready to write an email and they go look at seven other people's emails to see how they should say something. They These women never do that. In fact, they don't look at anybody else's stuff. They're very grounded in what do I want to say? What feel? What's on my heart today? What is my own download? What is my truth, my story, my belief? Um, and how do I want to say that? And they don't care if it fits society. They don't care if it's, you know, what everybody else is saying or not. They don't care if it's, you know, formatted the way everybody else is. They do not care care. They don't even focus on that. They don't even know what those things look like. Um, they just are like, Oh, I have this on my heart. Here's what I want to say. And boom. And they get into the creation mode. Um, they focus on storytelling. They focus on, you know, doing that with soul and confidence versus hype and assumptive language or desperation or, you know, um, trying to create what everybody else is creating or say it the way everybody else is saying it. My client's content it's just so unique. They never are clever with it. And what I mean by that is they're not like, should I put this kind of word in this sentence so that it gets them to do this? And they don't operate like that. Like that's not how they create content, which I don't either. So I love that they do that because it's how you need to create content. Um, but that's how they create their content. And it's always moving. It's always like, damn, you know, it just shifts you, it moves you, and it moves you into action. And they can do that without having to be pushy and aggressive and, you know, negative and copycatting everybody and 
you know, trying to get people to do things you want them to do. Like my clients don't hold space for that stuff, right? And they don't worry about, let me say what I think people want to hear. They say what the fuck they want to say. And that's the end of it. They do not apologize for that. And they don't seek approval for that at all from anybody, not even me as their coach. Um, They don't ask my approval of any of that. They say what they want to say, and that's the bottom line. Um, No one has to love it. No one has to agree. No one has to like it. They don't care, right? Um, The 11th thing is they truly, truly want to serve, and they truly want to solve problems and make an impact. They want to make a difference before money. Right. So like, obviously we all want to make a lot of money. There's no, like, we're all in business. Obviously we want to solve problems and in exchange for that, make a lot of money. Um, but even more so where, you know, when they're not making money. So when they're first getting started, right. Cause no one's making money in the beginning, they still want to impact first. They still want to serve people first, right? Like even when they're not making money. Um, So my best clients do not lead with their own needs at the front of their actions. And that is something I've loved. I love about these women is that even when they're not reaching their money goals or even when, you know, they're not financially where they always want and need to be or feel they need to be or where they want to be or they've done something a few times and it's like, hmm, it's not working. It's not getting me there. They never lead with like I right? Like I need this to happen. I need more money. I want this to, this goal. I'm trying to buy a house. I'm trying to do this. I have bills to pay. I, I, I like these high level clients. That's not the energy that they lead with. They truly want to make a difference and they want to help people and they want to solve problems and they want to serve. They want to make a difference before the money. They know like these women know that in order for them to make a lot of money, that they need to make a difference in someone's life. They need to give to get, right? Like they don't want money upfront. They're not expecting to get paid before they've actually made a difference in someone's life, right? Like they're not leading with that energy first, right? Um, They want to, at the front of all of their actions, they want to make a difference. They want to help somebody solve a problem, make a difference, make an impact. And then they want to do that first. And then they want to be paid really, really well for that. Right. And they charge accordingly. So these ladies understand that their first job, their very first job is to build relationships and trust with their audience and then effectively communicate the solution to the people that have the problem. And then the money follows that. They understand that, right? My best clients do not chase money first and then deliver a solution. And they don't, they don't look to put money in their pocket before they've earned it. These women understand, like, you need to get out there and show up and do the work. And the money isn't always going to follow in the speed or in the way in which you want it to. But that's your job, right? Like if you're only doing this for money and you don't really actually care about other people, you probably don't make much money. Like that's just how it is. In today's space, 
period. If you're not building relationships and you're not consistent and you're not in alignment and you're copycatting, chasing around, flopping around, chances are you're not making much money. It just is what it is, right? They understand that they need to earn that. And by earning that, it's showing up and it's being authentic and it's being unique and it's saying what you want to say and it's doing what you want to do. And it's consistently doing those things in spite of and regardless of, right? So they just have this deep understanding of how a business operates and what is required of them mentally and strategically. And then they lead without that personal emotion, which allows them to just show up powerfully every single time in spite of all the things, right? Because all the things are happening to them too. They know that it's not enough for them to just create a whole bunch of stuff and meaningless content and then throw it all over the place and then chase people around as if each person is a sale in their pocket or not. That does not align or feel good with my clients and the, their intention. That is, that All of that is not in alignment for them. None of that feels good. That feels heavy. It feels hard. It feels yucky. None of that feels good. My best clients don't do things that don't feel good. So it does. if it doesn't feel good for them to go around and aimlessly throw out a bunch of content out of desperation of sales and then chase people down and try to manipulate and get people to do what you want and then bitch and complain and whine for a month about it not working, like none of that feels good to them, so they don't do it. It's that simple. It doesn't feel good, so they don't do it. All right, last thing is they have impeccable boundaries around their time, their energy, their effort. So they're always just working on like their mindset around how things get to be and how things get to feel and what their effort is, like the effort from them that is needed around those things. And they just understand that more results, higher quality clients does not mean more work from them, right? Like they understand their boundaries and they understand that you know, for them to be powerful, they need to have time off. They need to have eight hours of sleep. They need to exercise every day. They need to take really good care of themselves. They need to go have a social life outside of their business. They need to um, do things that get them really excited and light them up and are really fun, not related to their business. So everything in our lives does not need to be related to the business, right? And these clients have such good boundaries around this. Like they won't work weekends. They won't pull nights. Um, clients are not not allowed to move uh, their, their appointments or coaching calls around within a certain time with time frame or whatever. Like they don't get in certain um, actions in their business that give their time away and away and away and away. Like they they're not overly available. They take a lot of time for fun stuff, less time for business, and yet they get more results. And so these women understand that in order for them to create money at two hundred. they need to be powerful. They need to be grounded, aligned, healthy. They need to take really good care of themselves. They know that sitting at their desk, beating themselves up and drowning in sorrow is not, not only does it not feel good, it's not healthy. It's not going to get them there. And so they don't even waste the time. They go out and treat themselves to things that make them feel good because when they feel good, the results follow. It naturally happens for them. So With all of that being said, um, if you are wanting to create six figures in your business, or maybe you're trying to get, um, you already created some revenue and you want to get to that 200, 500K a year, um, and you want to do it in a way where all of these things we talked about today are now your normal, 
right? You've normalized it. And these things become how you operate and how you show up and how you serve and, and just how you be in this, in this world, right? Um, if these things are speaking to you and you want to scale up your revenue, you want, maybe you're trying to get to your first six figures or you're trying to add another six, or you're trying to get to that 200 to 500 K, um, depending on where you're at, the sell on social program is definitely going to help you do this because we focus on all of these fundamentals in that program. We set up the fundamentals, but we also set up the systems and then we work on the mindset elements around these things. And then we really create a model that works for you. That's in alignment for you. And then we decide on the strategies for that. And then we execute, right? We execute, we evaluate, and we try again. We execute, evaluate, try again. Um, and the cool thing with all of this is the space and the energy. And it's just knowing the things, like the basic business fundamentals that are going, if you put your focus on, are going to get you there the fastest versus guessing it and trying to figure out which things you could spend you know, four months, six months, a year, or even years trying to figure out what things are going to produce results in your business when we already have the table set for you. You just need to come sit down, grab your napkin, pick up your fork and eat the food. The table is set, right? So if this is speaking to you and this is how you want to be showing up and you know that, you know, you can relate to doing some of these things and you want to um, make that change so that you get different results and it feels better. Um, the sell on social is probably a perfect next step for you. You can check all the details out, the curriculum, what we go over, what you get, all the things. Just go to sellonsocial.net. Check it out. Um, once you read that whole sales page, it's it, there is an application. It's apply only because it's high level coaching. Um, so you do get live access. We have several coaching calls every single week. We have a daily Facebook group. You have an entire curriculum that you're executing. Um, and we help you map all that stuff out step-by-step step for you specifically. So it's very customized. Um, it is apply only because we only want people that are going to be able to do these things here and create these types of results. Um, and so you have to be ready, willing, and able to lean in and step into these types of characteristics here, which is probably much different from how you operate today. Um, and so, you know, we need you to apply, but uh, if you fill out that application, there's no obligation um, for you to join and there's no guarantee you're going to get qualified either. But you fill out that application, it at least gives us a good idea of where you're at and if you have what it takes to win inside our program. And if we think you're not ready for that, we'll definitely make sure you have next steps so that you at least know what to start going to do so that you can reapply at a later time. Um, so this is not like everybody who applies gets in or everyone who wants in gets in. That's definitely not this program. But if this is speaking to you, go to sellonsocial.net, fill out the application, check out the sales page. If you have any questions after you read the page, shoot me a direct message on Facebook or Instagram. Let me know. Um, I'm happy to answer it as long as you've already looked over the sales page. If there's something I didn't answer or something you're not sure of, um, definitely send me a DM and let me know. Um, I hope this podcast episode was helpful. Um, I'll see you guys in the next one.